Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, everyone. It is a balmy 59 degrees or so on a Saturday here in December. And I want to wish you all a great weekend. Thank you for joining us here on 93.7 The Fan. Bob Pompiani here. Matty Harkins behind the glass. And he'll be taking your phone calls if you want to call the hotline is 412-928-9370. Also want to remind you, our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Thank you to PNC. Also, number one Cochrane shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House out in Greensburg. Great place to watch sports all day right next to the live casino. Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, where they got your back, not your wallet. Hit me up on Twitter if you'd like, as well, at KD Pomp. We have a lot to get into today. And uh, before I get into the Steeler talk, because that's been a big conversation all week, we do have a very interesting day in college football. And I'd love to hear your thoughts about how, if you had to make a vote on this, who would end up in the final four of the college football playoff? Last night, Washington took care of business. 34-31, they beat Oregon for the second time this year. I think that helps them. And I think they're automatically in. They were ranked third coming in. They finished 13-0. They win the Pac-12, what's left of it. <laughs> and they're going to be in. They're one team in. Now, if Georgia beats Alabama today, which many expect, that's one versus eight. You'll see that one on KDKA, that big SEC championship. Then Georgia obviously is in. But if Alabama should beat Georgia today, that's when things start to become very interesting. You would think that Michigan would beat Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. Michigan has everything to play for here, and they should win it. Here is the conundrum, potentially. If Florida State struggles with Louisville, and even if they win it, but if they win it, you know, there's a part of me that says you're a Power 5 team, you go undefeated in your conference, you win your conference tournament, your championship, then you should automatically be in. Now, they don't have their top quarterback, of course. However, Louis, Louisville's loss last week really kind of took a little of the shine away from this game, I think. You know, Louisville's a good team. Somehow Pitt beat them. Florida State should win this game. The question is, if they're undefeated, win that game, should they be denied a spot either for Alabama or for Texas? If Texas should be Oklahoma State, and I bring Texas up because they beat Alabama, the only Alabama loss. My guess is Florida State would be in. Washington's in. The easiest thing to do is have Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State win. It's over. Then you know what you got. There is no confrontation, no Controversy of any sort. But 
if you start seeing some upsets. Like what, for example, of Iowa, I don't expect this to happen, by the way, and I would never bet on it, but what if Iowa beats Michigan out of the blue? Now what happens? Some people could say and make a case for Ohio State. I'm not going to go that far, but it would depend on what happens. Let's say Iowa, Louisville, and Oklahoma State all pull upsets today. Now what? Matt, chaos. What it, huh? That's what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for chaos. Chaos would be interesting. Yeah, it would be even crazier if Alabama, Iowa, Louisville, and Oklahoma State, all underdogs, win. <laughs> and then, you know, you may have Washington as the top seed. And then who knows how it goes after that. But that's what the committee has to deal with. I'd like to hear what you have to say at 412-928-9370 is the number to call. If all, all underdogs win, does that mean Bama gets in, you think? Yes. If all underdogs win, I think Bama gets in, yes. Because of the tournament committee selection, they, they, they like that team. Um, but Texas is a wild card in this. I just, because they beat Alabama, I don't know what's going to happen in that regard. Anyway, I'd like to hear from you on that at 412-928-9370. Also, we got the big Steeler game, and it's big because, yeah, it's Arizona, I know. They're 2-10, and 10, they're struggling. Zach Ertz, didn't he want to be there? He's out. You know, they, they have Kyler Murray, and he's certainly capable of doing some crazy things back there if he's healthy, but is he the same Kyler Murray that we've seen? James Conner comes back into town. Good to see James, and I'm so happy how he's doing physically more than anything else and overcoming cancer and all the stuff he had to go through. He's averaging 5.1 yards per carry. That's pretty significant stuff, 528 yards on the year. Their, their biggest receiver is Hollywood Brown, uh, and then they got a bunch of guys you probably never heard of, like Greg Dortch, like Trey McBride, those kind of guys. Now, defensively, they give up an awful lot. They really do. 300 46 yards a game, 27 points a game. Uh, I can't imagine the Steelers not winning this game. And it would be important if they win it and win it impressively to make a statement here, moving ahead. Ravens have the week off. They're in a bye. What a great time for a bye. However, the Ravens schedule versus the Steelers schedule is pretty much night and day in terms of strength. The Ravens have a much more difficult road to hoe here. They do. Because they start next week after this week. They get their bye. Then they have the Rams at home. All right, they're better than the Rams. They should win that game. But their last four games are all against teams that are going to be in this conversation. Baltimore at Jacksonville. Baltimore at San Francisco. Miami at Baltimore. And then the Steelers at Baltimore. So the last game of the year could very well be for the division championship if the Steelers take care of their business. Do they have a path? Sure they have a path, but they got to take care of it. they got two games this week. You're going to see Arizona 2-10. and 10, Then you're going to see New England – and they're not even going to go with Mac Jones this week. So Bailey Zappi will get the start, and he'll probably be the start here in Pittsburgh on Thursday. So uh, you get to 9-4, and four and then you have a chance with three games remaining. The first of those three, by the way, in case you missed it, is now a 4.30 start on Saturday, December the 16th. So we'll have that one for you on KDK. And then it's a Saturday game against the Bengals on the 23rd of December before that final game at Baltimore. So that's something to get into. It's been a busy week for the Steelers, of course. They had a uh, a win last week in Cincinnati, and even though they only scored 16 points, you got to believe that's going to go up in time now because they finally seem to have some freedom in terms of operating offensively. Kenny Pickett targeted tons of tight ends, mostly Pat Frymuth, but I think 14 total targets went to tight ends when you factor in Darnell Washington and Connor Hayward. 12 of 14 was his numbers. Fryermuth got the most yards of any receiving person in the NFL last week at 120 with nine 
receptions on 11 targets. That's something that should help them out quite a bit. Couple that with a run game, which looks very healthy at this point. So I think the Steelers have an opportunity to get to 9-4. and four. I would expect that. And if not, then they're going to have some problems. But you know the NFL and how this goes, you know? Two-thirds of this history of 2023 uh, – it always goes down to the last four weeks. You know, 17 of the past seven, uh, 19 seasons, I think that's right, if I could add right, 17 of the past 19, a team with a losing record through 11 games has made the postseason. I remember this because last year was Jacksonville. They were 4-7 and seven at this point. They, now arguably are in a much weaker division, but they rebounded to win that division they then won a playoff game and almost came to the AFC Championship game, fell a touchdown short. So there are teams like that this year. I, you know, I, I admire what Sean Payton's done in Denver. I didn't think that was possible. They were 1-5. All of a sudden, they're back on the train. It's 6-5 and five now. Minnesota started 0-3. I think both Denver and Minnesota started 0-3 this year. Anyway, it's very difficult to make the playoffs, but they're both in position where they can do that. 412-928-9370. Specifically, we'll get into Deontay Johnson. We'll talk about scoring plays. Whether or not to throw the challenge flag, and should the rule be amended, we will get into that as well. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy Penguins and Flyers tonight. That's always fun to watch the Flyers come to town, and they're better than you think. They have one more point than the Penguins to this point of the season. Penguins coming off a nice come from behind win at Tampa. Jeff Carter on the board, nice give and go by Matt Nieto, and then Tristan Jari with a goalie goal. Pretty awesome stuff there. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Let's go to the lines at 412-928-9370. We've got Toby in Butler. Hey, Toby, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hey, just a comment. Uh, we know in sports and hockey and even the Steelers, I think, did it as a sixth seed. With things looking on the up and up with Pickett, nobody seems to be talking about, hey, this team could get on a roll and make a make some noise in there. I mean, they haven't done nothing yet, but any team that gets hot, rated playoff time season, whether it be the Penguins, the Steelers, whoever, they can make some noise, and nobody seems to be talking about this because Pickett's starting to – I mean, what if Pickett starts opening up and getting a little hotter? That's just a thought. I'd like your opinion on Yeah, it. Toby, I so, agree. And, again, the schedule's set up for this. <clears throat> the last thing I want to see tomorrow is an ugly win, you know, something that is just one of those games we've seen before. They took a step in the right direction last week when they got 421 yards. Now, again, they need to score more points, but they dominated the football. They had it for 37 minutes. You do that with a healthy run game and Pat Frymuth back in it and two pretty good receivers, 
on the outside, you should be able to do more than that. Their offensive line, I give them a lot of credit this past week. They were opening up holes. They have a lot of athletic people. Broderick Jones has been outstanding every time he's in there. He moves. You know, you, you, you pull him. You can pull Samalu. Those guys are very athletic, and they do make things happen. So uh, I would expect the Steelers to win impressively tomorrow. I, you know, the Lions are only like six and a half or seven. I wouldn't mess with that just because I don't know. That stuff is so hard to try to figure out. The other big news of this uh, week was the um, modern era players, 25 of them, semifinalists for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. Now, they got some first-year eligibility people, and these are going to be tough to not think they can get in. Antonio Gates and Julius Peppers. They have leftover guys. Two of them are Steelers. James Harrison, who I believe should eventually. I don't know that it's going to happen now. This is the second time up, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. And I say that from this point of view. James Harrison, his story needs to be told from start to finish. You know, I don't think he started a game until he's 28 years old. He had that undrafted free agent tag. He was cut, released four different times. You know how long it took him to get that first opportunity? I think that does have to be in the conversation. When you look at all the things he's done, with arguably the best player in Super Bowl history, defensive player of the year after being undrafted and cut four times. That says a lot about him and what he what he overcame to get there. So I think in time he will get there. Is it time for Heinz Ward? Again, this is difficult because you have a lot of receivers on this list. Anquan, <coughs> and they do come to this situation where you got so many of these receivers, you can't take all receivers. You have Anquan Bolden up against him. You have Torrey Holt. You have Andre Johnson, Steve Smith, and Reggie Wayne. Now, if you're going to look strictly at numbers, go ahead. But I also, again, the story on Hines has to be that he played on a team that was a run-first team. He was asked to do things that a run-first team asks you to do. Therefore, that has to be part of this. He changed rules with his blocking ability. He still had 1,000 catches. He still had. 85 touchdowns. There's a lot to like about that resume. But again, it's difficult when you got to go from 25 to 15, and then he has to get. I think it's important that he gets to be a finalist this year. That would maybe get him a little bit closer. And will it happen? We'll see. But I I think both those guys certainly have resumes that uh, should be discussed thoroughly and how they got to where they got. 412 928 9370. Got more coming up. Want to hear from you? Call the hotline or hit me up on Twitter at KDPump. And we'll take a break, come back. We'll talk about Deontay Johnson, what he said to the media this week, and also that touchdown that wasn't. We'll get into that and more right here on the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 